Hi, my name is Joe. And I'm Alex. And this is Horror Movie Hit Parade. A podcast where we rank and review the minutiae of horror movies. And today we're going to be talking about the 2017 movie Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. This was his first movie, and the second one we'll have reviewed on the podcast after Us. Yes, and we decided to watch this one because we loved Us so much that we said, let's just watch Get Out too. Which we've already seen probably more than any other movie that we're going to watch together at least i've seen the thing a million times you had seen it for the first time i think collectively we had seen get out five or six times yeah we've seen it a few times yes so i'm gonna have you tell us the plot a new thing we're doing is limiting it to five minutes when we limit it to five minutes you're timing yourself mm-hmm. and anything we don't talk about we'll just trust ourselves to talk about later when we do the hit parade part and if we don't it doesn't really matter. Yes. And so, are you ready? I'm ready. Go! So, this movie stars Daniel Kaluuya as Chris. Um, Chris is dating a girl named Rose Armitage. And he is black and she is white. They go for the weekend to her parents' house. He's never been there before. Um, he finds out that her mother is a hypnotherapist. And she does hypnotize him to stop smoking cigarettes. Um, one night during the weekend or one day during the weekend, they find out that there's going to be a party with all of their creepy friends. Um, turns out that that's actually an auction for Chris is body. Um, so what, what Rose's family does is they brainwash and hypnotize black people, uh, in order to put the brains of white people in them. Um, and, Chris has found this out and he escapes, burns the house down and ends up killing Rose. All right. Great. And then it ends with Chris's friend, uh, Rod, coming to save the day. Yeah. We can talk more about the intricacies of Rod later. Yeah. Uh, So I guess just to start with, I love this movie. I know you love this movie as well. This is such a good movie that I was worried that us would be bad. Now that we've already talked about Us, we can just say that Us is great. And so from now on, I don't think I'm as wary of Jordan Peele anymore. I didn't think he could make a bad movie, but I thought he might have, I don't know, gotten ambitious in a weird way or something. Yeah. But I think it's clear with these two movies that he's a horror great. And right off the bat, the casting in this movie, as with the casting in Us, is so spectacular. Mm -hmm. Daniel Kaluuya is amazing. You know what I say? Hallelujah. Sure. He was chosen for his role based on his performance in 15 Million Merits, which is an episode of Black Mirror, which I think is one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror at all. Anyway. Sure. That's the one where everyone has exercise bikes that are powering something and they get credits that they can use for other things. That's the episode that really killed me when I watched it originally because I was watching it alone in my bedroom and then... At some point, he is in a room that is very small watching TV, and there is just this weird mirror effect of, like, I'm also in a room that's very small watching TV. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Allison Williams is also great in this. Uh, She plays his girlfriend, Rose. Great use of a girl's cast member. A show that I don't like, but, like, yeah, if you're going to do, like, insidious white woman, like, go to the girls well. Yeah, and I think we'll probably talk about both her 
and the actor who played Rod, who's Lil Lil Ray Howry. Lil Rel. Lil Rel Howry. That's a very hard name for me to say. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll kind of talk about them, but he is also fantastic for his use of comedic relief, which also I thought was a great addition to us. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jordan Peele knows how to use that comedic relief in a way that doesn't cheapen the movie. Yeah, we've talked about not just listing the cast, but this movie does have such a good cast that I do want to back up and say Catherine Keener and Bradley Whitford as the parents are both really good. I don't think I've ever seen Catherine Keener, maybe in Being John Malkovich, she's a little sinister, but I've never seen her be this crazy. Bradley Whitford, also just a great choice of a guy who, again, I guess I've I've seen him play a bad guy in Billy Madison, but usually he's just kind of a nice, like, oh, he's joking around at the White House or whatever. And I think this movie does a really good job at making normal things seem unsettling. I'm thinking of the party scene. It, it's like a normal party and and um, Chris kind of talks about how, like, yeah, I'm used to being the only black guy at these kind of parties. It's OK. Mm-hmm. But then you start to see people grabbing at him and like grabbing his arms and judging him. Um And before you know that that's what's happening, it's just like, oh, look at these creepy people. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry to do this. Uh, I also want to say at that party, he meets Stephen Root, uh, who is the guy who eventually wins his body, uh, who is very good as a good, like, as a character who is convinced he isn't racist, but is also using a black person for this. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure he's he's fully aware of what he's doing. I think he, he thinks, like, it's messed up, but... I think he says something about, like, I'm not like those other people out there. I just want your eye. Like, I, I think that he, in his mind, is doing something bad, but is not doing something racist. Like, he doesn't realize. I don't know. Or we- maybe he's saying because he knows it's racist, it's not racist if he does it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I think that's probably true. He, we also have Lakeith Stanfield at that party as the, maybe one of three black people in the movie who is... I guess there are also the grandparents. We'll talk about that later. Um, he's fantastic as the person at the very beginning of the movie who's freaked out in a kind of standalone scene where he gets abducted. And then later at that party as a person who's been brainwashed and is a husk of a person is actually like an eight-year-old white guy. Yeah. And how they do this is that the mom puts them in hypnosis. And the first scene where Chris goes, where she hypnotizes chris is so terrifying because i don't think i've ever seen a hypnosis scene before but i Mm -hmm. get it and it and just the way that daniel kaluuya plays that and it's really close up on his face and he starts to cry and he's going back in time thinking about his mother because she died in a hit and run and he was too young to have done anything. So he just kind of sat there until the police came and he had a lot of guilt about that. Um, and the mother uses that to trap him into the sunken place, which is where he's going to be when somebody takes over his body. Yeah. I guess like the Manchurian candidate has a hypnosis thing, but it's weird that you don't see more hypnosis in straight up horror movies. It seems like a very easy place to go. Well, I think part of it, too, is they show what it's like in Chris's perspective, Mm -hmm. like what he's seeing, which I don't think like we can see people hypnotize someone and then they become like, you know, like Dracula when he hypnotizes someone. They're like, (laughs) oh, I love you. And so 
and this is different because they show him kind of going through the going he sees himself watching tv as a kid and then he falls into this sunken place so i think it's a little different i guess that's what i meant by hypnosis scene yeah he's watching his own life from a distance it's like he's in space looking out at his life it's sort of like the uh, overdose effect in train spotting and because these people are hypnotized at the party chris flashes a picture of the guy who's been taken over and then he starts to go crazy and tells him to get out um and that's also really creepy but also Chris is a photographer and didn't turn off the flash on his phone, which is that a don't do that or is that, I, I guess it's a real. don't do that. Maybe. Oh, you know what? It is a don't do that. I jumped ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I wanted to go back. So before we move on from the party, uh, at one point, Chris goes upstairs and everyone in the party is just chit chatting. And as soon as he goes upstairs, they become silent, which was so effective and how terrifying it was. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I like a movie that makes me complicit in everything. Like I, as a white person, am complicit in everything that's going on in this movie that, that's terrorizing him. Yes. And I, we talked about that a little bit with the eyes of my mother that we're kind of not rooting for the main character, but we're like, oh, she's a sympathetic person. And I don't think the people in this are sympathetic, but like I am instantly tied to them by the color of my skin. And so it's really amazing to watch a movie that, and I think Us does this too to some extent, that points the finger directly at me and says like, I don't want you to enjoy this too much because like recognize that you're part of the problem here. And I was reading some interviews with Alison Williams and she was saying that people had asked her, yeah, but Rose was hypnotized. Right. And she was like, no, she wasn't. And I think even Jordan Peele added another scene into the movie to really, to really like uh, hit it home that she was evil. And he adds a scene where she's eating cereal. Yeah. And that's, very psychopathic that scene yeah and that's such a that's such a thing that people do right is we not eat cereal but <laughs> that we try to excuse ourselves from being part of the problem like yeah. i know that poverty is a problem in this country but like i'm doing what i can in my own way and so i'm not actually part of this like we excuse ourselves um and so for that, that to be like part of the meta narrative of the whole thing that people were also trying to do that and like redeem allison williams is pretty amazing yeah and and that's also why he cast her as well, just because she looks so innocent mm-hmm. and so, you know, easy to believe. Yeah. And so she keeps up the act till almost the very end. And he's and Chris is telling her, we have to go get your keys. And she's searching in her bag and she's like, I can't find him. I can't find him. And it's escalating with the parents. And she's like, I can't, I can't find him. And then all of a sudden he's like, Rose, give me the keys. And she says, you know, I can't do that. And it's so creepy because she breaks. And now you're like, oh, they're all in on it. This has been the whole thing from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, But even still, people think that she was still hypnotized. And yeah. then we see that scene of her eating cereal and she is sitting on her bed, like creepily eating cereal. She, it's very, very creepy. And on the back, on, on her, like, you know, where she would lay her head on the, the back se- headboard, on the headboard, but like above it, she has every picture of a black person that she has dated and that they have captured and brainwashed. And that is just so creepy. And I think that was also something else they added to be like, no, 
she's in on this. She's okay with it. I think her best performance, but more importantly, Daniel Kaluuya's best performance is at the very end when he is choking her and she she does try to turn it on again. She's like, come on, like you're not going to kill me. And she tries to play him and he doesn't really say anything, but he kind of nods at her and he's such a good actor in this. Just the way that he nods, like, you know, I have to do this. You know, I'm going to kill you right now. Fuck you. Like, I'm not listening to you anymore is it's a very cathartic nod. He's just a very good actor and in everything. He was great in Widows. He's great in Black Panther. And at the end of the movie, she's dressed as like a hunter. She's got, she changed, She her hair is up back and sleek. She's got like a white shirt on and kind of like khaki pants. And she's like, just comes straight out with a gun. Um, and then those pictures on the wall are like her hunting trophies. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, and another, you know, my other creepy, my other favorite creepy scene was when she's on the phone with Rod, who figured it all out from afar. His performance was also great. And she all of a sudden switches on the phone with him into this like creepy sexual stuff because she realizes that he's recording it. Those were my two favorite scenes. My favorite scene is something that only became my favorite scene in retrospect when I read an interview for us, actually. So this is years after the movie had come out where Jordan Peele was talking about how he added the scene where they hit a deer in the road. Chris and Rose are driving to upstate New York and they hit a deer. Comes out of nowhere. It's a jump scare. It's happened in a million movies. We're like, oh, it's an animal. It's not actually Leatherface or whatever. They hit the deer, which also, by the way, is Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele makes the noise of the dying deer. which I don't know if there's some weird like <laughs> metaphor you can draw out of this. I don't know. A police officer sh- shows up. He asks for Chris's ID. And Rose defenseman says he wasn't driving. And in the moment you think the cop is being racist and Rose is defending him. And the cop is being racist, but Rose is only defending him so that he won't take out his ID and leave a, a position, like leave a pin on the map where we last saw Chris. So just like that level of thought was put into it. We talked in us a lot about recurring visual motifs and things like that. And there aren't as many of those in get out, but every scene has at least something where you watch it again, and think, Oh, this is what he was doing there. And something in that vein that carries over from uh, get, I guess, get out to us is the theme of underground. So when they capture, um, when they finally capture Chris mm-hmm. and tie him up, and get him all hypnotized it's in their basement so it's underground and a lot of us also happens underground i'm not exactly sure what it is what that significance is but i feel like it's there so it does have a significance i mean it probably is you know the microaggressions and the repression of racism that you know we are above board above the ground but below we still have we're terrible and sick and disgusting yeah like a very literal beneath the surface yeah uh, metaphor and it might be more than that i'm not sure yeah there were so speaking of jump scares there were four pretty you know moderate amount of jump scares and as we go into the don't do that's my first one was actually a do and it was do give your id to the police because then they'll know if you're missing who you were with. Yeah, I can't blame him for that one. I know. <laughs> um, don't stay in the house after someone hypnotizes you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't keep staying there after someone sneak hypnotizes you. Don't put the flash on your camera. 
I mean, I think that's a general don't put it on unless you need it. Oh, mine's always off. Is yours yeah. off? Yes, because what if you need to take a sneak picture of someone and you don't want to hemorrhage yeah. their brain? Well, as a professional photographer, I always keep the flash off. Yes. I also have a don't take the cotton out of your ears. So the way that he's able to overpower them is he he picks at the chair that he's sitting in and he puts the padding in his ears and then he takes it out when he goes to fight them, which is like, but just keep it in just in case. And that's another like, just to sidetrack, another like, <laughs> he literally picks cotton. Like, yeah, there's so much shit in this movie that you can unpack. And I think it's a little more subtle than us. Um, and maybe that makes it richer for it. Yeah, another one I had was don't have candles in your house because they had to like make this a whole ritual thing. They have a really cool surgery scene, but in the surgery place, there's a bunch of candles to make it look more occult. And then that's what ends up burning the house down. And my last do that is have a smoke alarm in your house because uh, Allison Williams' character, Rose, had no idea there was a fire until she like smelled it. So good idea to have smoke alarms in your house i guess maybe you don't want to summon the police to your house or the fire department oh i didn't even think of that wow like you don't want them like axing up a door and then finding the basement well i guess you could have one that doesn't report to the police that just alerts you that there's a fire sure Sure. that seems useful (laughs) let's take a quick break and then come back for the lists great So, our lists have categories. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> our list of cat- first category is people. So, first category in people is let's go in Jordan Peele's movies first. We have Us. Now we have Get Out. Which is the better movie? Do you think? Us. I I go back and forth. I think I'll put Us. I'll agree with you for now, and then I'll reassess it once we've seen Us again in theaters. I think which so. we have every intention of doing. Yeah. Now, best director is already Jordan Peele at number one, number two, Nicholas Pesh. I think, I mean, I, I also just think that John Carpenter should be number one. But let's say that Jordan Peele stays there. I mean, he would have to make a really bad movie to drag himself down yes. to anywhere lower. Next up, actor. So for overall lead performance, we have hmm, number one is Lupita from Us. I think that's the easiest comparison just because it's also a Jordan Peele movie. What do you think? Is I don't think he's... Maybe he is better than Lupita. I don't know. It's really hard because Lupita is also does the two characters really well. That's true, but does she always win because of that? I don't know. But I'm thinking of that scene when he's being hypnotized and how dynamic his face is and just his general like body language and how that adds so much more depth to his character. Like You're talking about the head nut at the end. Yeah. This is going to be a hard one, and I think we'll probably revise it a few times, but I'm going to say that Daniel Kaluuya goes over Lupita Nyong'o. I, I agree with that. And a good way of telling that he belongs there is also, as good as Kika Marles is in The Eyes of My Mother, I think he's better than her also. Oh, for so sure. So it's not just... We're not just ranking Jordan Peele movie characters. Yeah. <laughs> or actors. Support performance. So we talked a lot about Allison Williams. I do want to give a shout-out to Lorel Howery. Because he's amazing as the friend. Yeah, he really is. He kind of doomed the movie by being so funny that it was put up for the best comedy Golden Globe. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's not necessarily a comedy movie. But 
I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it has to go to Allison Williams here. I think so. I mean, her switching from, oh my God, to I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It's so good. Sorry. Yeah. And she's also just the most featured person besides him. Yeah. So overall support. (laughs) Okay. Again, uh, Winston Duke, number one for us. Ooh. I don't think she's as good as Winston Duke. I would say that she is just because she has that that switch that flip mm-hmm. i think i think winston duke is also just so funny in that movie that maybe that's taking away a little bit for me because she is so intense when she needs to be intense so yeah i'll agree she's she's number one this is hopefully when we review worse movies yeah we aren't just constantly revising our number one <laughs> two and three spots uh anyway overall studio so this was a this was a Monkey Pop production, which is our number one right now. That'll stay number one. But it's also a Blumhouse movie. So do we also include it in that? I don't know. Um, if we do, I want to say it bumps their stock up a lot. We don't have any other movies on here right now. But I think they're generally a studio that pumps out one good movie a year and then a bunch of eh, things. Yeah. If this is on there, they're probably in the top five for a while. I think we should. Mm-hmm. We should just include both of those production companies because they're both like they both have significant horror movies in them. Sure. Okay. I agree with that. So would Blumhouse <laughs> go above Monkey Paw? Um, no, no, not at all. Because it doesn't have us. Yeah. So that's at number two. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think A twenty four will pretty quickly eclipse it but for now if there's only one movie and it's the witch and that's going against get out get out's better and then as far as monkey paw movies let's come back to this one or do we can just talk about it now yeah well because <laughs> it if it's a jordan us? if it's a jordan peel if we're kind of for director jordan peel is kind of the same thing for studio yeah so i'm gonna say that it's a number two yeah yeah number two why don't you take us to the land of places? All right. So the country of origin is, is America. Hell yeah. Um, this is one we usually come back to after we do our overalls, but I feel like that's already been <laughs> we already um, did given Monkey away. Paw, which is yeah. our number one spot right now is us. So I feel like it's just going to be number two for country of origin. Yeah. I think it's notable that our top three are Us, Get Out, and The Witch, which are very American movies as yeah. far as themes and everything go. Uh, and then that would go f- the same for location country as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think city counts here. We're in New York for five seconds, and then we go yeah. to upstate New York, and we're not going to get many movies that take place wherever this one does. Okay, time. So the year was 2017, as you said which makes it number two by what we're talking about because there are no other 2017 movies and the only thing that would be it was us at 2019. Uh, As a result, it's also the number one 2017 movie. Decade goes into 2010s, which is already number one. And yeah, that's it. Good job. Yeah, it's not a period piece or throwback. Nope. So let's move to genre. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to have to do it, put it in psychological. Yeah. And then again, that would just go in number two. Okay, so here's here's my question. Because I think Us is a much more visceral movie. I think that this is a better psychological horror movie than Us. 
I agree with you on that. Yeah. As far as showing off what a psychological horror movie can do, I think that this is much more deliberate than Us. Yes. Us would even maybe even be a slasher at times. But we also have Us in Home Invasion, so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's getting its due elsewhere. Yeah. We love Us. Talking about production. So a deer gets hit. That's kind of the only digital effect that I can think of besides little tiny things here and there. I don't think it goes on this list. Like with Us, yeah. I don't think the effects had really anything. I mean, there were great effects, but I don't think... It's on the same level as The Thing or The Grudge. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Uh, we've we've gotten rid of pacing, right? No more pacing. I think you've just, you haven't gotten oh. rid of it yet. <laughs> we talked about this off mic. I, I feel like what I'm basically doing when I do the pacing is separating movies into good pacing and bad pacing. But I don't think that I can really say that this is better paced than The Thing. I think they're both just very well paced movies. So... I think we delete pacing as a category because ultimately I'm making a binary there. I'm saying good or bad as opposed to saying this is the degree to which it's good. So sayonara. Uh, score is next. I don't remember much of the original score. I remember a lot of the songs they play, but not the score. I do. <laughs> what do you think? I think that it's better than us. Okay. I mean, they're very similar scores. Mm-hmm. Um but they have this really cool uh, Swahili line in it. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, um, but oh, so it translates to listen to your ancestors, which just means like get out. And yeah. I just love that at the end of the movie, it's like constant and it's it's really, really effective. I forgot about that that uh, piece of music. Yeah, that's, that's one to beat, I think. And it's not a short. No, it's not a short. So now we go to your next thing. So the last category is miscellaneous. It wasn't based on a book or on a true story. It's not a remake or a series. <laughs> Didn't kill a dog, so it's got nothing in the miscellaneous category. Wow. All right. Well, good job on not killing a dog. And then we go to our overalls. Okay. So I'm going to change mine up a little bit. I've been thinking about this a lot and uh, more than I should, <laughs> but I'm going to put the thing at number one and then I'm going to put get out and then I'm going to put us. The thing just bumps up for me because the more I thought about it, the more I felt like Us was maybe in my head because it was more fresh because we'd just seen it in theaters. And I don't think Us is a bad movie at all. I just don't think it's as good as The Thing in my estimation. So The Thing and then Get Out and then Us are my top three. What about you? I'm going to put Get Out as number two, uh, keeping Us at number one. I agree with you. I think I may be still on the high from seeing Us in the theaters and how cool it was to see it before it came out and just how pumped I was for another Jordan Peele horror movie. Um, but I also really like Get Out. So it's it's a close one and two. And I might reevaluate when we see it again, either in the theater again or at home. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I think we can agree that this is an incredible movie. It really and is. And it'll probably be two years at least. He's a very busy man before we get another Jordan Peele movie. Dang. But we can only hope that the next one is as good as these have been. Yeah. And you can find our lists on horrormoviehitparade.com. You can also find us at Twitter at HP and also facebook.com slash horrormoviehp because now we have a Facebook. Yeah. That I made like an hour ago. I said, yes, I'd be an admin to it on the bus. Yes. There's nothing on it, but it's there. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Horror Movie Hit Parade.